Hello, everybody. This is Captain Katz, and welcome to another episode of Red Shoe Shoots, where we talk about wrestling every time, all the time. And here with me, of course, is Chewy. Hey. And Omega Kai. I'm not here, man. <laughs> all right. Okay, so we got we got a lot to talk about this week because there's a lot of things going on in wrestling. Um, first and foremost, a uh, couple things to talk about. Uh, first off, uh, this past week, two big things um, happened. One was um, this past week was going to be the tw- I think it's the 29th. I think almost the 30th anniversary of the invasion angle in WWE. Okay. Yeah. And uh, which one does be clarify? Oh, the one where um Vince bought, that? No, Vince bought WCW, but then turned out oh. to be Shane. That whole I thought thing. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, that one. Yes, that one. So you be talking about the second one then, the one where DR owned all the companies. Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, we can talk about that one. Yeah, um, yeah, and not only that too, but also Kenta Kobayashi's birthday just passed this week too. So happy birthday, Kenta Kobayashi. Um, yeah. Hmm? yeah, 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 he's not listening. Yeah, <laughs> still okay. So the evasion angle. Um, what did you guys? What did you guys think of it when when you guys saw it for the first time? It was like. Uh, I was like, yeah, 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 man, but nothing happens. So I'm like, oh, fuck this. Stupid. Yeah. Okay, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, 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 no. But seriously, like, what did you think about it, Omega at the time? At the time, it, the delivery was pretty good. The first initial delivery was, you know, it makes sense because Paul Heyman was leading the way. Mm-hmm. Then somebody created, you know, creative is, they decided. Well, since nobody's really competing with us, we can do whatever we want and just own the corner market thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is when Stone Cold was already hurt and injured. And they got to, you know, make lemonade. Yep. So, uh, like, all that uh, hoopla they created, you know, mm-hmm. like he said, didn't go nowhere. But mm-hmm. they could find a way to keep it going and keep the few running until it's its own brand instead of SmackDown. So it's been mm-hmm. like WWE. Just WCW, every Survivor Series. Instead, they kind of like uh, WCW guys were buried too much, and they were just like not being pushed. Which makes sense because Vince is known for like you know pushing his own guys and own Brad Moore. Right. But storyline wise, they should let Paul Heyman you know, run with it back then. Yeah, um, and here's a funny thing too. I did not know about this um, when I was doing research about this. I was reading up about this. Um, they initially were going to bring back Nitro, but it was going to be under the WWE banner. And yeah, they yeah. Were tr- yeah, they were trying to, to they were going to try to make it its own show. And um, since, no, they failed because they were trying to sell it to uh, TBS and TNT. And they were like, okay, where's Sting? Where's Goldberg? Where's all these guys that used to be on Nitro? Where they, they, you know, yeah, yeah, they, they didn't want it. Yeah, That's they wanted their own support. Yeah. And so, like, TNT, TBS, and all that were just like, you know, man, screw it, we don't want this. Good move. Yeah. yeah I mean, as I said, it's like, originally that was the plan, the WCW versus WWE. And mm-hmm. it, it was going to be his own show. 
but uh, they, they test the audience and the audience is responding well to the WCW, you know, being there. Mm-hmm. So Vince saw it and was like, uh, we, we can't really promote this because they're not responding well. In reality, he was pushing his own brand so hard that his the other brand got buried. Instead Pretty much. Bringing the guys over and bringing the WCW crowd and the TBS crowd and the TNT crowd over, they pretty much shunned them. And you, you know, especially what you did with Booker T when he came into WWE, he got buried and all that. Especially oh, yeah. with the kind of angle against uh, Triple H. Oh, yeah. It wasn't even a storybook ending at the end. Triple H won. Mm-hmm. So, that way it wasn't involved. Right? It's just the way it was written or the way it was developed was not catered towards the old WCW fanboys. Mm-hmm. Like, we won, you lost, we're not going to be humiliated. So everybody's just shunned away from it. And yeah. also the easy thing to do. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. That was pretty sad. Um, yeah. it, it yeah. took, like, even though even though Booker T later on did had a good run, he, 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 did, he did get a good run in WWE. But um, it, it, took, it took a while. It took a long while for that to happen. Um, not only that too, but also Benoit, Guerrero, but um, but then you look at other guys like Malenko, Saturn, that they were just pretty much yeah, just like radicals that came prior to or, um before the WCW bought out. Yeah, I, I was I'm talking more like uh, Booker T in general, and oh, yeah. you know the ones that were WCW, like Hugh Morris. That's the reason why Goldberg didn't want to go because you know besides yeah. money. And the reason why Stingley won't go because he saw how poor was buried. No, oh, yeah, Jeff yeah. Jarrett, you know, he's pretty much banned at that time with WWE. Right. Massiving the so it was like all these politics going behind the thing, and then suddenly you try to make everybody happy, and you realize you can't do that because you've been fighting a war so long, you can't forget that your enemy is your your worker now, and they got buried. So you know, politics and feelings were mixed. That's the situation, though. Right, that's true. But um, but if you look at it from a long run, we did get some pretty good things that came out of it. Like, you know, Impact came to be. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, yeah, like uh, TNA came, well, Impact TNA was born mm-hmm. out of this. Um, not only that, but also we saw... Um, the slow like, rise. Mm-hmm. New Japan, you know, had a slow rise after this. Yeah, because during that era of the invasion and all that, and even during the ruthless aggression, uh, New Japan was kind of like in its dark age. Um, yeah, because they cut off ties because New Japan only had ties with WCW. When they took over yeah. WCW, kind of severed the ties. Mm-hmm. So it caught itself, and you know, the IWGP was invented. So yeah. That happened. So, yeah, that but, happened, and also too, they also got partnerships with Mexico as well. So that was a good thing too. But there's a, there's a good thing when WWE develop developing. Mm-hmm. They they start out relying on Ohio Valley Wrestling, and then they you know slowly realize why can't we just develop our own talents the way WCW did? So they borrow a lot of things from WCW, like a power plant. You know, yeah. that's pretty much the you know, the new training center, so the performance center is really the power plan, think about it. And yeah. 
also like they they gave they split the shows where it's even though they're supposed to a lot more time and more airtime more showcase of superstars mm-hmm. and, you know but it's better in that way because everybody has you know a chance to sign and also you know where nobody's gonna go the, the brand split is bad but it's also good unless seen right. is on it and be on the whole show for the whole entire hour but. that's true yeah yeah. It's not yeah. this, this good thing too. Like Brock Lesnar was a development um, title. He was developed uh, through the Ohio Valley Wrestling. Him and the prototype on Cena himself. So they developed yeah. good stuff. Yeah, yeah, they did. Like like Cena was a good one. Uh, Batista was also another one. Mm-hmm. Um, Orton. Mm-hmm. Um, Brock Lesnar. Uh, Lesnar. Bailey, Sasha Banks, Bailey Banks. Those um, are more the lady years. But yeah, but still. So he created that. Yeah, he created like a shift where instead of looking for indies, we could just develop our own. That's true. Yeah. What about you, Chewy? Anything you like to chime in about this? Yeah. I'm hoping they will continue those in Nitro, but like you guys mentioned, like they, that didn't happen. They did do the whole invasion thing, which they put ECW and WCW. That's one. That, that's the only thing. That was the only thing I liked because uh, I was still a fan of WCW more than I was for. Uh, well, I was more a fan of ECW and WCW than I was for Monday Night Raw. I was just happy to see them doing something. Mm-hmm. And man, it was it was. Cool seeing uh, Mike Awesome, Rhino, the the, the Radicals. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, that was a good man. All four of them <laughs> being being as the bad guys, as a, as a, as a, their own their stable. Yeah. I was like, oh man, boom, that was awesome. That WCW days were just pretty much uh, great performance, great wrestlers, but he couldn't hook and enthrall us like Stone Comic Man. Or mm-hmm. Mankind, Undertaker. You know, it's oh, the president of all this. Yeah. Especially The Rock. The Rock, you know, became big. Uh, one oh, yeah. the, probably the actor in the world now. Uh, when, he did, when, when he did the rival with uh, Y2J. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. No, that, that, was, mm-hmm. that was a good pop right there. The two mm-hmm. biggest, uh, like, great talkers. Okay, good chemistry in between those two when it first showed up. Man. Yeah. yeah. I like the one where um, Jericho was just putting sand in front of the rock's face. <laughs> so, like, like no one no one ever done that. Good sell. And then he then he moved. Then he moved his sands back to his face and called him and then he turned the hand and, and called him out. I was like, oh <laughs> that was a good pop. Yeah. Yeah. Really good with it. It, to be honest, it really wasn't that old. It wasn't that long ago. It's just it went by fast. Yeah. Because they, they had a lot of wrestlers in the roster. And they didn't that was way too much now that I think about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's why the brass. I, I, I don't think the all thirty nine writers had something to do. Like, oh, no, that's way too much, man. We're, we're I, only I'm, I'm, we had writers 
yet this time it's writers were kind of developed like later in like the the 2010s mm-hmm. the early days this more like one more creative control and then an image and a pitch kind of what McMahon does yeah. Paul Heyman should have taken over but you know it's I, I guess wasn't trust was he wasn't trusting for his financials promises empty promises so yeah history of not delivering yeah. to his wrestlers I can see why they don't, didn't trust him that well. Because if you didn't pay your wrestlers and they still wrestle for you with loyalty, it's, it's not good. I mean, you know, that stigma will come with you. Yeah. But okay, overall, the, that invasion, it, good. It's like a match. You know, you ignite it, you know, it, it burns up real quick, it's fast, it's all, you know, glorious. Then it dims down and it's like, Unless you keep that fire burning and you know, keep adding more fuel and more, you know, to keep it going, it's, mm-hmm. it's not really going to go. It's just going to die out. Which it kind of did at the end. Like, they're, I think almost at the middle of the way. I think it burned up really quick in the beginning and then just from yeah, maybe from the midway all the way out to the, to the end of it when, because um, supposedly the invasion ended when Flair came on in November of that year. Um it mm-hmm. kind of died really quick. Like it didn't pick up any flames. It didn't pick up any steam. Um, it's kind of the best way I can say it. It was in wrestling terms. It wasn't paced that well. There was the story. There was storytelling. It was just wasn't. It wasn't paced right in the ring. Like they went all the. They, they went Spot City first, and then okay, what do we do after all this? Yeah, it was bad storytelling, just yeah. in general. But to be honest, I, my honest answer why I ended, it's a plane ride from hell. Mm. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you know, the plane ride from hell, right? Mm-hmm. Where uh, Mr. Perfect and um, Brock Lesnar got in a fight and all that, you know. And then the... Supposedly. Like the yeah. And Ric Flair, you know, sexual assault, you know, that kind of stuff. And you yeah. drug alcohol and... I think that was like the straw that destroyed everything. And because the invasion angle with NWO was pretty good. And then it, it wasn't a great match. It was the opposite. Good. Yeah. Good storyline, but no, no good performance because uh, Skull had issues this time. Stone Cold mm-hmm. was injured. Yeah. Uh, I think they tried to make Hogan a hit face again, which they should have done. You know, Hogan mm-hmm. versus the Rock. Once in a lifetime kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it just had a lot of. Uh, Things that didn't go right. Mm, yeah, that's true. Also, no competition. It's no competition this time. Yeah, it was nothing at all. So, yeah. speaking of no competition, moving right along from that. Um, Talking about uh, the Chargers? No, not that. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. No, um, no, no, no. no. It's um apparently there's a lot of news coming out from WWE's camp regarding of the tapings the regarding of the WrestleMania tapings right now. Apparently there's a lot of wrestlers that are walking away or not being a part of because um of certain reasons. For example, um Dave Meltzer reported this week that here's the following names of wrestlers that are not go- that are not going to be at WrestleMania and with the, and with reasons why. For example, uh, the Miz will not be in any. Uh, he was supposed to have him and Morrison was supposed to have. Uh, they put the titles on the line against 
the new day. You, you know why? Why the Miz can't come in? The yeah, the Miz can't come in because he has an illness. Mm-hmm. Okay, Dana Brooke was pulled from her match from from that women's uh, uh, six way because she is quarantined. Yes, she travels a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Rey Mysterio um, is also not going to be in WrestleMania because he is also in quarantine as well. I heard he, he might actually go and self-quarantine himself afterwards. No, I no. no um, uh, Meltzer said that they, they, they were thinking about doing that, but McMahon said no. Okay, he's uh, doing right. Yeah, so McMahon says no on that. Um, Andrade is injured. He got injured uh, at Raw this week during a match. Um, and him and um, Hector Garza was supposed to um, battle against the Street Profits for the for the Raw championship. So they're scrambling on what to do from that. Um, also, they say that Oscar was on Raw was on main, no was did her spot. In Mania, but but um, left, and I think she's self quarantined herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with Cesaro. Cesaro as well is also self quarantined himself. Um, then they don't have the illness or anything, but it's just they just don't want to uh, get it. Same thing with Kari Sane. Um, most recently, right now, uh, Roman Reigns because he just recently uh, with his battle with leukemia again. Um, especially, I think he's probably the most vulnerable of all of them because of the yes. community issues and all that. Yes, yes. So, um, and there's even saying there's there's even uh, I was reading today that they're even saying that even Drew McIntyre might not even show up. And he's uh, supposed to, and he is supposed to headline against Brock Lesnar. Well, it's a big deal. It's a big, serious, you know, pandemic yeah. right now. It, I mean, all this is understandable. It's it's not one of those things where people are question why not they're gonna show up. Yeah, they're not criticized for like not being a superstar or doing their job or anything like that. It's just understandable. No, yeah, of course. You know, and um, there's the um, they said that there they do have a couple backup plans. Uh, one of the backup plans is um. Since Roman Reigns is not going to be able to, to wrestle against Goldberg, they say that they're going to throw it. They're going to throw in Braun Strowman in against Goldberg, which would be great because it'd be the first time he won his triple crown if he wins. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, he's gonna... I don't know. He can't I keep on Goldberg. Well, a lot of people were saying that they sh- if they were going to drop it, to- if he if Goldberg was going to drop it to somebody, could have dropped it to Biggie. Uh, no. Well, they, no. they wanted to. They just wanted him to have it to mainly you know, headline WrestleMania. No. But, but usually, they uh, want to have a long-term champion, so the person he's going to drop it to is probably next. And this is the right time for Brom. So he'll be just like a transitional champion then. Goldberg was a transitional champion. Yeah, but I, but I also, but I, I personally think that um, Strowman would be a transitional champion as well. He'll, he'll have it for like a couple of months, but then 
they'll just drop it off. He'll they'll just tell, okay, well, you're going to go uh, give the belt to such and such. True, but it's really, let me be honest, it's, uh, it was meant for Roman. And, and mm-hmm. since Roman's out here, I think he's not going to be wrestling for a while because of this. So, yeah. you might keep it long enough and make it more accolades, you know, have more accolades on it. So, yeah, in, in, in terms of transition, both are transitional champions, but it's really for the next guy. And the next guy, it'll have to be Brom. Right. And Brom might just keep it warm for everybody, to be honest. So. Yeah. He's, I mean, I'll superstar. He's one, he's one of the youngest and one of the healthiest. So let's keep him on him the longest better, actually. Mm. I mean, I'm going to response for the COVID thing. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you, Chewie? What do you yeah. think? Yeah. Well, I think this is for the best that they have self quarantine. Yes. I mean, seriously, this is not a joke. So it's good that they're doing this. Mm-hmm. So, so far, I already heard that that uh, Edge and Randy Orton already uh, did their match. Yeah, so it's already mm-hmm. so it's already recorded, and the thing, the same thing with Seth and Kevin Owens. So those, so I know two matches already that already been done. So. So who, whoever was left, they were they, they're doing the matches right now. I mean, not well, not right now, but like uh, uh, as of Wednesday, they already yeah, did yeah. the they they already did the wrestling match. <clears throat> so we're gonna see what we're gonna see. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty so much. so mm-hmm. we we gotta we get what we get. There's no there's no other way. Yeah. And um, just to let everyone just yeah. say one thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. The most boring car lineup in WrestleMania history always end up being the best. For example, WrestleMania 12, WrestleMania 13, and WrestleMania 14. They had the lineup of horror, but they all had a one great match each. I mean, WWE makes good lemonade. Ah, that's true. And history has proved it. Yeah. It wasn't for WrestleMania 13, Stone Cold, when I got over. The hard one got over as a heel. Yeah. You know, 12, Shawn Michaels, Iron Man match, he wasn't gotten over. Mm -hmm. That kind of 14 is when Stone Cold became champ. Nobody remembers the rest of the lineup, to be honest. That's true. Yeah, and uh, speaking of uh, WWE, um, just to remind everybody that for a limited time right now, the WWE uh, is opening their uh, the app and also its site for free, so people can watch um, any of the old WrestleManias, any of the old shows, matches, and everything within reason, because there are certain uh, parts of the library that you can't have access to unless if you have um membership to it so um for for a limited time and i think that they might stream wrestlemania for free as well for everybody for the two nights of wrestlemania i don't know but they say but there's talks of that they might do that so um so if you guys don't have the wwe app 
or go onto their website and you can go on there and look at some of their stuff for free. I uh, highly recommend that. Um, if you guys get a chance, watch the Stone Cold uh, Broken Skull sessions. Really good. Uh, that's my personal take. Uh, what about you guys? What um, What's your favorite thing on the WWE app that you would recommend for people to watch? I'm old school. So anything old school from the 90s and 80s. Yeah. yeah. Documentary is also. Yeah. The new show so much is not, not for me because it's, they're more uh, kind of like, a, a, I, I don't want to use the word tame. They're more like mm-hmm. a character too much. But the old right. days, you know, the fate was kind of strong. So I like the old days more. They always in character. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't, don't appreciate it. Think of this in character all the time. So they see Evans. So. <laughs> yes. But yeah, the new shows they're like they're all friends afterwards and they all talk. Even like divas, stuff like that. It's not it's not for me. It's it's, it's good if it was a shoot interview, but it wasn't. It's more like they're after the show they do like ride along and stuff like that. <laughs> they're, too, they're too entertainment, not enough wrestling. I'm, I'm more into right. wrestling with like just the right amount of entertainment. Mm-hmm. So I, I say just watch the old matches. They're still good. The, the old matches are. Are even better than like something nowadays. Yes, yes, I totally agree on that. Like, I, I, I always watch the Royal Rumbles, the old Royal Rumbles. I particularly watched the ninety two, ninety three Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Quite, quite possibly the best Royal Rumble, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Also, there's a lot of hidden gems I never saw before. Yes, that is true. Yeah, that is true. Uh, what about you, Chewy? Anything you recommend? I don't have the app, so I, uh, if they have NXT, we'll watch those. And yeah, in, in the 80s and 90s wrestling, that's like what I, that's why I grew up with. And some of the WCW matches, if they have yeah. that. No, they do have WCW, like. Um, do they have some uh, ECW matches as well? Yes, yes they do. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and I recommend trying to watch some of the the matches between uh, Spike Dudley and, and Mike Awesome. Very good. <laughs> I'm more of a Jerry Lynn and RVD type. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's those awesome. are good too. Those are good too. Yeah, but I just love it because it's, yeah, hey, he tried. Man, he felt some heart. <laughs> yeah, he was really the underdog for that for that for that um that organization. Yes. No, he's not. He's not the underdog of that organization. Who is it? Mikey Ah <laughs> I didn't consider him that well. He was a former ECW champion too. That's that's why he's the underdog. He's yeah. the underdog story. And he has no finisher. He does not have a fishing move. Yes. All, all he had no, 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 he had, he had one. Snapper. He the snapper. Really, somebody had made it for him. He never actually claimed it. No, that's true. That that's actually true. Well, um, I, I don't know about claiming, so but he did have the whippersnapper. Yeah, I know. Somebody gave it to him. Someone gave it to him? Yeah, he just they just gave the nickname during a, a wrestling match. Yeah, the announcer. Yeah, the finishing move. Yeah, they had to do something, so they did something. 
it was it was pretty much like a it, it was pretty much a stunner kind of yeah. like a disco finisher yeah we yeah i like that name whippersnapper mm-hmm. the one that i barely see the the one that i barely see wrestle was jack victory oh yeah i know i i i saw him wrestle one time uh in in the old dvds or bhs or whatever but that's mm-hmm. it so he did wrestle but then then but then he he decided to do his gimmick of of being uh disabled for that state for that table and that's it but i know he actually wrestled well a lot of them wrestled but they became injured later on from doing anything else yeah mm-hmm. especially like the pit bulls one and two yeah mm-hmm. and uh, you know like what's his name was injured forever until he finally did tw shane douglas stuff like that Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving right along. Um, some W, some uh, AEW news. Um, as we all know, since you know, since WWE is doing uh, tapings of shows for the next couple of weeks and including WrestleMania, um, it's been reported as well that AEW is going to be doing for the next couple of weeks until further notice. Um, either they're be told to shut down or or not, um, that they're going to be taping ahead the upcoming weeks of Dynamite and Dark. So, so what do you guys think of that? I think that's the tactful approach of it. You know, just proceed you know, with caution mm-hmm. and inside of uh, safety of the wrestlers. So, no, no audience, no crowd. Just like they've been doing for has to two or three weeks. Makes mm-hmm. sense. At least they're providing us some form of entertainment, so I, I, I get kudos to Yes. The show must go on, to the European, within reason. Yes. And uh, so, especially, too, especially, too, with this week's uh, Dynamite, where they yeah. didn't have the wrestlers at the, side, uh, at the outside of the rings, like how they had the week prior to. They were in the back. You saw them in the separate screen that they were in the back cheering on in, in some of the locker rooms. Yeah, they were they were in a trailer. There was there was gambling again, which was funny. <laughs> and um, some other stuff, but it, it was cool. I liked that. Yeah. And there's a form of social distancing and creative ways to, to show it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's what I'm trying to emphasize the most. Because the week prior to that, like you said, they were in the, you know, in the audience and the crowd. Mm-hmm. They're really not practicing what they're preaching because you know they're human. They want to be on the show and be part of you know, with the friends and coworkers, right? To social distance self, you know, a social creature. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Uh, kudos. I hate to say, but WWE is actually doing a good job of it, and AEW is just taking suit and following. You know, they did that right. first. And, finally need to um, take it more seriously mm-hmm. and also too um also reports coming out from japan that um stardom is still going on strong um they're still doing uh, empty arena shows um and they're putting all these empty arena shows on the on their youtube channel so you can watch an actual pay-per-view for free 
on Stardom's YouTube channel. And same thing with uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. They are getting ready to start doing a couple shows as well, but in empty arenas, kind of like Stardom, because um, earlier this year it was it, um, we reported that uh, AEW, no, that uh, not AEW, that uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling um, acquired Stardom, and since Stardom kind of set out this blueprint of okay, we can still do wrestling shows in Japan like this without people. New Japan is kind of getting ready to to do um, shows like that as well. So, so you guys are ready to see New Japan in empty arenas, or to be honest, I don't see a difference. It's, the crowd's got to kind of quiet anyway. I mean, the Japanese crowd's more polite besides the the claps and the good spots. Yeah, the stardom they've been performing wrestling while crowds forever. Yes. I, mean, I, I used to watch. Uh, do a or like oil wrestling match, uh, I mean, like a stardom, so mm-hmm. the crowd and well, even no ring, it was just a uh, it was just um, a showcase of their ability. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, New Japan, yeah, it might be a little bit different for them, but I don't, I don't think it's that big of an adjustment. Yeah, yeah. what about you, Chewie? What do you think? Mm. Yeah, I like, I like what they're doing so far. I mean, they they're keeping the rules of social distancing. They keep it. They're they're still entertaining. Yeah, they're doing all right. I like that. I, I'm I'm still watching both NXT and AEW. Um, and they're doing they're doing okay. Some of them might well, except for NXT, some of them are like man, like yeah. But I would, but the uh, NXT, yeah. I, I mean AEW, yeah. I, I like what they're doing. Uh, that's good. I, I, I like the, you know, kind of like what MJF is doing. It's still the gambling gimmick. Still, like I said, social distancing, but making it entertaining. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like, I, dude, I saw uh, Billy Gunn in, in the in the trailer. I was like, oh, there it is. So like, it's like little cameos of people who you, you know they're there, but they haven't seen, they haven't been right. on TV in a while. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's still there. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, like uh, yeah, like consider those Easter eggs. Like, hey, guys, remember me? I'm still here. Okay. Right. Okay. And uh, speaking of which, I was going to ask you, Chewy, um, any news from Lucha Libre down in Mexico about about what's going on with the whole coronavirus thing? Okay, this is what I heard. So, uh, what I saw on um, like on the news. Mm-hmm. N- n- uh, I mean, news as in YouTube. Okay. Uh, okay. So far, they're they're on stage two on the lockdown for mm-hmm. uh, for the for the coronavirus. So therefore, they're they're so far they have like uh close like like close down the like uh you know people going outside. Mm-hmm. Or not close down, but like kind of like we're doing here in California. Right, right. So therefore, uh, like the el, el coliseo, la arena sí. coliseo, where they do the matches, and also uh, the 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 other one that CMML, so both CMML and Triple A are 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 really like just close, uh, like uh, like close down. Like the wrestlers are not even. Then, 
Yeah, the wrestlers are not doing the same thing here. They're literally just not doing anything. So there's no matches. So mm. far, they have seen. Um, no, I mean, I mean, I can tell you that for a fact. Huh? I can tell you for a fact, there are matches still. And I think the way that Mexico's approaching the more like, come on, man, this is be smart. And everything's closed, school's closed. But, you know, business could, you know, it still continues as usual. But don't go outside and you know, do some, you know, a lot of partying and stuff like that. No, more no, tactful no. and. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, that um, the world, <laughs> at least it was kind of obvious because I, I heard in the news. The people, the only people that aren't finding the rule are the cartels. So, yeah. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't know about that, but I, I know that business still continues. Like, Lucha Libre is still going. Like, Triple A just did one in Cancun, I think. I think no, they're doing it right now, actually. Well, the, take it the, back. It's, I, I saw the... I don't know about Cancun, but like, I, I only saw the, this one uh, video, and that's where I get my information from, from YouTube of um, channels so far, but if they, if they <laughs> do shows like way far, then then yeah. But other than that, so far I haven't heard that they're doing matches in the Arena Coliseo. Okay. big location like the big coliseum in Mexico City or anything like that. More like in a local, oh, class, yeah. you know, like this. But they still go on. I mean, Triple H still doing theirs. I saw guys doing for them all the time. There was a wrestling match, I think, here like two months ago or a month ago. But I mean, it wasn't really a big outbreak. It's advertising. Triple H still doing their stuff. I don't know about seeing that. I really don't watch that one that much. That's probably probably true because that's the last thing I heard. Anything up from, let's say, for like three days. Uh, I said like two days ago and on, I have not watched anything or heard anything. Yeah. I, I think the Cancun is live right now. You can watch it on YouTube. Just go to, uh, you know, be live. The Triple A in Cancun. Yeah, wow. Okay. Just, well, wait, is, there a, is there a specific channel that I watch or just type in Triple A? Because I wouldn't know where they go. Sometimes they actually put the title uh, AAA, AAA, the, the actual city and state, and yeah. I wouldn't know what name. But like, I'm, I'm like, just typing with Libre AAA, and it will actually just pop up. Mm. Oh, but like really old matches? No, no, the current one. It's, it's, because I, I think a lot of what AAA does is uh, they put a lot of stuff on YouTube live. Especially right now in the quarantine, they, a lot of stuff is free. So you can probably just watch it. Yeah, it should be live streaming right now. It's 2 o'clock. I'm just reading the books outside the house. Alright. Okay. Okay, so one more thing. Okay, yeah, okay, found it. Which I leave it satisfying. I bet you probably like at the arena, but just the show continues. Yeah, I bet I bet it's like that. Yeah. Okay. So uh one more thing um that we should talk about. Um 
Orphan, Jackie. <laughs> okay. Uh, Vice, Dark Side of Wrestling. What oh, do you guys okay. What do you guys think of that series so far? The new season. Está bien. It's good. Oh, no. The new season I haven't seen. I've seen the old ones. They're good. The new season just came out one episode so far. It's been like the best talk about episode the past ever. I mean. Oh, they're so. talking about the Christmas Walk thing? Yep. That was a two-part. Yeah. It was. Uh, I mean, we was, we talked the series in general with that one episode because each episode could be his own topics and it could take forever. I mean, I could. Look, look, oh no! Yeah, yeah. Each episode, yeah, each episode could be like its own topic. Like, trust me, we we can we could do one show a week and talk about each episode. But um, let's just talk about the Christmas Wall one. Yeah, I could um, do the bullet points of previous ones and then leading up to the current one. Like the ones I, I watched were like the, the good ones, like Montreal Screw Jobs, the mm-hmm. death of Bruiser Brody was good. I mean, you should oh, watch yeah. that. Yeah, that one was good. Uh, the, yeah, the, the other one was uh, by Dino Bravo. Like, who yeah, killed that him? one. Mm-hmm. And the Brooklyn Brody one was was the most. That was the most interesting one for me for the time being. Which one? Bruce Brody. Oh yeah. Yeah, the, 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 yeah. The one that still knows what's going on is Sabio Vega. No, according to that thing, well, see, we could talk about it all, all day with this. It's it's like a, he, he, yeah. he was on the. Well, yeah. I've seen the so, yeah, YouTube videos where, where he talks, and, and, yeah. and he he was he was there. I know. So was Tony Aquis. So, well, Mr. USA. Tony, wait, Tony yeah. Atlas was was in Puerto Rico. Yes. Or, yes. He was there during yeah. the stabbing. He's the one who took him to the hospital. He's the one who carried him to the gurney. He's yeah. one who stayed in him until he died. Yeah. There was a lot of there was a lot of info, so I'm trying to remember Tony Atlas. Yeah, Mister mm. USA, and then mm. Savio Vega is one who helped Tony Atlas get out of their place because he's like, dude, you need to get out. And yeah, because yeah, yeah, they want they want to kill him too. I yeah, remember that part. He was talking too much. Mm-hmm. And also Dutchman Tell, that's the one that surprised everybody the most. Which one? That's Mantel. Yeah. He was there at the Bruiser. Okay, yeah. This, yeah, Bruiser Brody is one enthralling one. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, we, like, okay, the bullet points, screw job, Bruiser Brody, and now we got to the, I guess, the, I'm surprised they haven't got to the bone of heart that well. Um, but the, the one that is probably the most interesting one. No, what were you going to say? About what? The, in general, it's like each vice, it doesn't make you feel either, either way. You lean one way towards the other. It just, you guys accept it as is. That's what I liked about it. It's one of those things where it's like, nobody's wrong or right per se. But you just got to accept this is what happened. It might be a tragic you know, mm-hmm. event, but you know, life moves on kind of attitude. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah kind of like, kind of like the, 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 what happened with, uh, with, with Chris Benoit and how he's, uh, he's the, 
um, not so recent, but still somewhat new. The interview of uh, uh, his son. I forgot his. Ah, I forgot his name. Because remember, remember, I, I gave you the links. Uh, cats. Yeah. That he said like, uh, like he uh, he ha- he moved on and he told him, hey, this Lily did not like have any connection towards me, so I move on. And so far, I like the interview mentioned that he's gonna he's gonna wear his uh father's gear and he's gonna try to do his moves. And so yeah, he's moving on without that affect you know affect them in the way. It is, yeah. Yeah, no, he affected him in the beginning. He was yeah, being no, I know that. Oh, I know yeah. that. Very slowly, you know, getting, you know, himself together. Yeah, he got support. Yeah, and And then, yeah, I think the ending of that thing was touching the most when his aunt, well, you know, the Nancy Benoit, the sister. Mm-hmm. Sandra, mm-hmm. she came in and actually met with uh, David, and uh, like they thought they they wanted you know to, to move on with each other, I guess, because in his eyes she's still his aunt because he saw Nancy as a mother. Yeah, yeah. So his his the one that killed his her sister. So and they both felt like they didn't want to do anything with each other, just how the family was just lying to each other to keep mm-hmm. them apart. Yeah, because it was uh, to protect them. Turns out they um. They were happy to see each other. I thought that was the best part when the Chris Jericho, you know, made that announcement. Yeah. Yeah, that was like wow. That's it got to you. That's why it was like one of the best documentary series I've seen so far. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it is. It was really good. I'm looking forward to seeing him with with his uh the wrestling ties with the the one I've. I wonder if he's gonna have the ones that he that he wore on WCW with the that had like the red the red spot like on the bottom. Yeah, I know Yeah. Yeah, but here's the question that was like, why would you homage yourself after something that happened? I mean, to a person who did something so horrendous. I understand it was his father, but it's one of those things where is it the question is is it too soon? Uh, hmm. It depends on the people. You could feel like even one, like Jr. said, Wah probably wouldn't want himself to be in the Hall of Fame after doing what he did. Yeah. So uh, it's understandable that they will shun him and try to, to uh, what do you call it, try to erase him, or not erase him, but just try to um, you know showcase what he did. Just because the mention of the name is so saddening. It's, is it possible for him to wrestle in his dad's gear and pay, you know, pay tribute to his father, who happened to be the killer of a, you know, his wife and son? Right. So, I, I might be too soon for that, though. I mean, I, I support him. I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. But it's, it's hard to escape that shadow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gonna try and make his new uh, his new thing for him, just him. I would I would have to say uh, for for this for uh, Ben Wasp kid is like I know what he wants to do, and I gotta give him credit for that. You know, give credit where credit is due. But in terms of 
time-wise, personally, I think now is not the right time to do that to what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe give him a couple more years and then see where he can go. Because we don't know, like, okay, we don't know if he's going to be just like his dad or he could be a different type of wrestling style. But but as of him putting on his dad's gear and going out and doing all that, I think to me, personally to me, I think it's a little too soon for that. No, it is. I mean, for me too, but yeah, I understand why he would do it, though. He is a no, man's I, son. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand where he's coming from, why he wants to wear his dad's gear. I understand that. I respect that. But I'm just saying I think it's a little too soon for him to come out and just do that. Yeah. Just get just, it out. Yeah, the, um, the stigmatism comes with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good. It's David Benoit was actually, you know, it was it's the story was about Chris Benoit. David Benoit was kind of like, he's the, the, the last surviving victim because mm-hmm. he became one of himself of the tragedy. So, so and then with him, and, no, and also his aunt, with how they, um, you know, amends. They never actually hate each other. That's the thing. Yeah. It was just kind of weird that they were kept apart for so long because of this and not realizing they had nothing against each other. And then yeah. with the again, when they finally met up to, you know, Chris Jericho, which uh, you told me was surprising, right? It was Chris Jericho that was the one yeah. that's so tied with um, Chris Benoit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that was, a, that was the thing that, was, that really surprised me the most out of this was like, I never knew how much involved was Chris Jericho in this. You know, like he was the one that like brought this family together. He was the one that um, he was he was connected one in, in a positive way uh, and connected in so other ways to it. Um, that was the thing that was that was surprising. Um, I didn't know Jericho didn't, would go that far to do that for um, that family. And I thought, and I, I have to give him a lot of respect. Like I have a lot of respect for Jericho, but this kind of just like wants me to give him more respect because he went out his way to did all this, you know? Yeah, it's surprising because he wasn't there during the tribute thing for Benoit. Right. But he was, only, he was only one of the two wrestlers that actually, it was him and Vicky Guerrero that, 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 that always checked on the family. Like, hey, how are you doing? Everything's all right and stuff like that. You know, no, it was Chavo. Was it Chavo? Oh, yeah, okay, it was Chavo. Because Chavo is the one who um, helped produce the show. No. Yeah, Chavo Guerrero was actually one of like um, helped produce the show. Uh, he's the one who came up with the concept, I think. Yeah. So, but still, it was like you know, you learn something new from this, and um, um, from this, um, and um, it was crazy. Oh yeah, with the shovel thing, I was gonna say that one with the one part where he broke uh, his producer role, and he mm-hmm. went in with David Benoit the hug during the interview. So that yeah. was like one of, the, and they actually showed it. I was like, wow, wow, he actually broke a uh, cameraman, you know, the camera with the, the boom mic role, and he just went in and just gave him a hug while he was crying. So it was one of those touching moments kind of thing. 
Yeah, like he broke like a like a, a, a quiet taboo rule in um recording and stuff like that. And I thought that, you know what, that that was awesome. He he did that he did that. A lot of respect to him. Yeah, it's like it's like a not just use this it's like kinda of nature show. You're not yeah. supposed to get involved. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be, you know, but he actually like I can't do this. because he, he's involved. He feels like he's involved, involved. Yeah. So yeah, the Vice series in general, it's so far it's probably the best HBO series I've been watching. And mm-hmm. it's it's very good. It's better than what other um, WWE documentaries they put out. Yes, I, I have to agree on you on that. Yes, I 100% agree. Besides that one, you got anything in mind that, that jumps to you? The Bruiser Brody one. That's, yeah, the tragic. That, yeah, because that was just like, man. There's, there's like so many different stories about that one, but I think we can get to that one for next week. Um, but all I, I just got to say, there's like, there's so many different stories that led to what happened. So hearing other points of views from it, and especially the people who were there, that kind of just like, wow, you know. I'm just going to agree with the three people who were definitely there the vicinity of time. They, mm-hmm. they all kind of said the same thing. You know, Savio, Tony yeah. Atlas, and Dutchman. I, 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 those three are like pretty much... Their stories on point with each other. So mm-hmm. I with them. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know the other story, but it doesn't seem like it's it's um, credible in any sense of a way. And he wasn't. And Jose Gonzalez was not found innocent. He was acquitted because there was nobody to testify against him. Yeah. Right. So it's one of those things where like he's not really an innocent man. He he was just acquitted. Yeah. Because of the delay of the mail from the um, continental U.S. from Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Which I'm surprised they couldn't just overturn it anyway. But, you know, it's, I don't know about politics back then. Yeah. So. That's what it is. All yeah. right, then, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for this week for Retro Shoots. I hope you guys had a great time listening to us talking. Uh, next week, uh, we'll dive into the Bruiser Brody one because that one's also a fascinating uh, topic to talk about. Uh, from the Vice's Dark Side of the Ring, and also some other more interesting wrestling news uh, for the following week as well. Until then, I am Captain Katz, and on behalf of Chewie and Omega Kai, I hope you guys have a great time, have a wonderful week. Um, stay safe, wash your hands, and you know keep your social distancing away, and I hope you guys enjoy your wrestling and everything. Until then, take care, have a great one. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.